Welcome to the Daily Hammer, your daily news source when it comes to the Atlanta Braves as part of the Talking Chop Podcast Network. My name is Sean Coleman. Hope wherever you are and wherever you are listening, you are having an outstanding week. And hey, last night was three months removed from the Atlanta Braves winning the 2021 World Series Championship. And since we don't have anything going on newsworthy right now when it comes to actual baseball moves or getting ready for the spring trading, we've got to have something to celebrate, right? So, that is correct. Now, three months in to the reign of the 2021 World Series champion Atlanta Braves. Welcome to the Daily Hammer, your daily news source for the Atlanta Braves. Of course, you can find the Talking Chop podcast, the Daily Hammer, and the Road to Atlanta podcast all at TalkingChop.com, as well as at Talking Chop across all forms of social media. My name's Sean Coleman. Hope wherever you are and wherever you're listening, you're having an outstanding start to your day. When it comes to the Braves, here's the latest from Atlanta. And really, it's when it comes to any baseball team, here's the latest from the most important happenings in the baseball world right now. And of course, that is labor negotiations between Major League Baseball and the Major League Baseball Players Association. Over the past few weeks, we have seen now nearly, I believe it's been four or five meetings, but the latest meeting obviously took place yesterday between officials from both sides. And the thing is, is that while Coming into yesterday's meeting, you had heard a bit of rumblings of some, you know, progress that was made last week. It seemed as if that there at least was some type of substantiated progress, no matter how, even though it was probably less than ideal, you're probably looking at a small amount of substantiated progress. There at least was a little bit more positivity coming into yesterday's meetings on from one perspective. But from the other perspective, There also was a growing concern that even with whatever type of positivity you could have seen from previous meetings over the past few weeks leading up to yesterday's meetings, there also was growing concern that a delay in spring training at the very least for right now was going to be a reality. And yesterday's meetings certainly added validity to that claim. As in a 90-minute session, very little to if any progress was made. It seems as if multiple sources described yesterday's meetings as being heated is the best way that was put out there from different sources about the meetings. And there was some exchanges of information. For instance, the Major League Baseball Players Association offered to lower the overall demand for its pre-arbitration pull for players from $105 million to $100 million, meaning that the Players Association, they were asking for less money to be available to pay pre-arbitration players. That was the MLB Players Association giving a bit of a concession. They were willing to give a bit on their end to compromise. They also offered the opportunity to have less players be available to earn a full year's of service time based off performance in terms of service time manipulation. So you've got two key areas that the Major League Baseball Players Association, when it comes to them offering less of a demand in terms of the overall pay of pre-arbitration players, and the Players Association also 
making it a smaller group of players that can get a full year's worth of service time because of their performance, the Major League Baseball Players Association, they are making concessions to try to come to an agreement. I'm not saying that they're now the good guy in all these setups, that they're now a, a beacon of positivity and hope to get something done quickly, but you at least see efforts being made on their end for progress to happen. But unfortunately, you're not seeing a lot of that on the owner's end, and now we have seen another meeting where it's certainly more negative than positive, and we now have proof that the progress that you know people were talking about from last week, it really is not any progress at all because we're right in the same position that we were two months ago. It's February second. We know that these that these uh, that the lockout officially started what well, started before December second, but that was the last time we really had any sort of significant action before meetings started picking up two weeks ago. My whole point is. We're two months now into the lockout, and we really have not gotten anywhere past square one. So now when it comes to the details of what's being discussed, when it comes to the details of what things could change to make baseball different moving forward, those certainly are relevant. But they take a back seat to the fact now that with these labor negotiations, not in any way, shape, or form, moving forward to find a resolution, you are literally two weeks away from when pitchers and catchers report. I don't see, and, and hardly anybody else who keeps up with baseball, it's just evident. Spring training is going to be delayed. The f- start of spring training is going to be postponed. And since you've taken that step, since you've accepted that reality, you're now going to start with each passing week that there is not any type of progress made in these negotiations. That's going to start potentially causing a delay in the regular season. Because as I mentioned before, Major League Baseball and the Major League Players Association cannot put their players in a position to where If these negotiations don't get resolved until weeks or even months into the future, you can't just sit here and then after that expect a significantly shortened spring training to happen and then just go right into the regular season because that puts the players at risk of a heightened chance of injuries. You can't do it. It's just not logical for that to be an option. So the only option at this point is that unless something miraculous, unless something highly unexpected happens over the next few weeks and even month or so, we're now to the point to where, yes, spring training is going to be postponed, at least the start of it, and we may potentially start to see in the next few weeks there be clear discussions that the start of the regular season is going to be delayed as well. At the back of many of our minds, we knew that this was going to be the most likely scenario. It's just unfortunate to see it come to a reality, and especially with the fact that we still are basically where we started two months into these negotiations, two months into this lockout, without a resolution really in sight.
But of course, while it's less than fun to discuss the MLB lockout and the fact that you know not a lot of progress has been made, and unfortunately, we could start to see spring training and even the regular season in the coming weeks be impacted to where the start of the baseball season, the 20, 2022 MLB baseball season, it now certainly is in danger of either being delayed, shortened, what have you, due to there not being progress on these Major League Baseball, Major League Baseball Player Association lockout discussions, there was at least a bit of positivity to discuss this week when it comes to the Braves and their franchise continuing to show that last year was the start of something that's hopefully awesome once baseball gets back going. For one, Keith Law, the athletic, released his current top 100 rankings when it comes to prospects. And the thing about Keith Law is is that he certainly has been a polarizing figure when it comes to his rankings of Braves prospects over the past few years. Famous or infamously, I guess you could say, being low on players such as Austin Riley, Drew Waters, and so on. Now, Keith Law came out and admitted one of the better baseball articles I read last year, he came out and admitted that he was wrong about Austin Riley because he didn't project Riley to make the adjustments Riley did last year. But the whole key is is that Keith Law, when it comes to Braves fans, if Keith Law is high on a prospect, that may be a good indication that this prospect certainly is trending in the right direction. And of course, those two prospects are Michael Harris and Shea Langoliers. Shea Langoliers is becoming a clear top 10 catching prospect in baseball, pushing potentially top five if he were to have a good start to this season. And obviously, Michael Harris, the success that he showed last year, the ability that it seems he's going to be able to show to stay in center field, potentially becoming the center fielder of the future for the Braves. Obviously, you see what happens with Christian Pache as well. But Michael Harris's ability to stay in center field seems to be something that is really fueling his rise up top 100 prospect, you know, MLB lists that we've seen from Baseball America and Keith Law so far. So some really encouraging news once again seeing where both Shea Legaliers as well as Michael Harris and Christian Pache as well, seeing where all three of those players rank on yet another Major League Baseball-wide top 100 prospects list. But the other news that was released yesterday was the Zips projections in terms of team success for the National League. And the key to remember in this is that these Zips projections are looking at where teams at are at now, and for the Braves, that is without... Freddie Freeman. But even without Freddie Freeman, the Braves, according to Zips in 2022, the Braves are actually projected to have the third best record, excuse me, to be tied for the second best record in the National League. It once again is lining up as as much as it has over the past few years. The, The Los Angeles Dodgers are projected to have the best record in the National League, but also to have the best World Series odds. But after that, it's the Braves who are projected to have the second best record in the National League at 90-72. and And according to Zips, they have the second best odds to win the World Series out of any Major League team with a 7.7% chance to win the World Series. But again, 
This is projecting without Freddie Freeman being in the equation. You add him to the equation. You're then looking at the Braves creeping up on the Dodgers for potentially having the best record in the National League, plus clearly having the second best World Series odds this season. So obviously with projections, as awesome as Zips is, they're projections at the end of the day. But this does show that even with the Braves having significant moves to make once the offseason starts, as they are constructed right now, this Braves team is still clearly an NL pennant contender. And you have the Dodgers, who have lost significant talent. You don't, you, while the Mets certainly have added significant talent, they still have their flaws. They still have plenty of areas where they need to improve, but the Braves also have moves that they're going to make to improve as well. In the NL Central, the St. Louis Cardinals are fourth, have the fourth best record projection. The Milwaukee Brewers have the fifth best record projection. So after the Dodgers, as of right now, you have the Braves, the Cardinals, the Padres, and the Brewers, similar going into last year, that appear to be the five best teams, along with the Mets, that appear to be the five or six best teams in the National League. But each of these teams have areas where they can improve moving forward, but that does include the Braves, and the, if the Braves can re-sign Freddie Freeman, they actually, and especially with Ronald Acuna Jr., the Braves will have been one of the teams in the National League that have stayed the most consistent in terms of transferring their talent from last year to 2022, while also getting the improvement of getting a fully healthy Ronald Acuna Jr. back as the season goes along. Obviously securing Freeman, obviously getting the outfield um, in, in place as well, those are the big keys for the Braves. But the point that this shows is that even knowing that those improvements are going to come in some way, shape, or form, once the Major League Baseball offseason continues, the Braves still stand in a very good position to be able to make noise once again. And hey, when you're coming off as the reigning, defending World Series champions, it's good to be in a favorable position when it comes to making the most of the regular season and once again the playoffs, hopefully We'll have Freddie Freeman in the fold to do that with. Can't thank you enough for joining us here on the Daily Hammer, your daily news source when it comes to the Atlanta Braves. Check out the Daily Hammer, the Talking Chop podcast, and the Road to Atlanta podcast all on the Talking Chop podcast network at TalkingChop.com um, and, uh, and uh, at Talking Chop across all forms of social media. My name's Sean Coleman. Pleasure being with you as always. You can find me at StatsSAC. Until next time, go Braves. We'll talk to you again soon here on the Daily Hammer. (laughs) 